welcome to the Cedar House Church Sermon of the Week. Our desire is to remain in God's presence, explore His passions, and supply tools that serve and inspire our city. How many times can we watch it before we get tired of it? All the parents in here understand that because when the kid likes something, they can watch it over and over and over. The, song, the same song plays in my car all day long for like a month. All day. I'm like a one time, maybe two times through a song, but not in my life, not in my car, not with my family. Landon likes it too. He can just, musical people, maybe that's your thing. I'm not musical. One time, that's all I got. So we're only playing it one time, don't worry. So this is a big deal to Landon and I because we have had seasons in our life where we have gotten to just go after God and really lay down our schedule to go after God with community, and it has marked our lives. Like the seasons that we got to spend just sitting before God and really sacrificing our time to do it have marked our lives so that when we get busy today, we can pull on those seasons, and it refreshes us, and it is, it is unbelievably powerful. So part of Lana and I's heart is to provide that. We love Sunday service. We love weekly events. But the school of ministry is something that is, it is just so valuable. It's just on this side of eternity that we get to devote ourselves to God like that. And so we really want to create a space where if you want to make that happen in your season of life, that you get to. That if you want to pour into going after God and really setting aside a season of your life to do that, we have it. So if you're interested, check it out, check it out on the website, but also come talk to Lana and I about it. It is an amazing opportunity, and we really hope that a lot of you want to be part of it. It marks our life to go through it with you. Every single time that we get to go through the school, even as leaders, we are just marked by what God does in us and in us with the community. So it really is amazing, and it's a big part of our heart. So you probably notice there's some more kids in here than normal. That's because it is a fifth Sunday of the month, and every time that we get a fifth Sunday, we make it all about missions and kids. We love what the kids do in kids' church, and we love having them in here with us. We want everyone volunteering so they can be in kids' church because we want you to see what's going on in there. We want you to be part of it. We want you pouring into the kids, and we want the kids in here with us, just like we have them in here today. It's important that we're doing this together, that we're a family, that we're not isolating the kids, and they're doing their own thing, and we're isolating over here doing our own thing. We need to be doing life together. So we have the kids in here today, and it's awesome. So I'm going to give a short message, and then my friend Becca's going to come up, and she's going to share on missions. You may have noticed the tables by the front doors. You like my earrings? I just picked them up right out there. Becca's going to share all about that, but she does wonderful things to help uh, women out all over the world, and it's really pretty. Can you guys see my earrings? Is my hair hiding it? Aren't these pretty? My kids have uh, bracelets on already from the table, so I hope you check it out. It'll be set out after church. So if you're a kid, I know you're probably enjoying it with your parent, but if you want to come sit up front, we would love for you to sit up front for the lesson. You can come up front if you want to. If you're just really childlike and you want to sit on the floor with the kids, you can do that too. It's Mission Sunday, so we thought we would turn the AC off and let you guys feel the mission field. For those of you who don't want to go to the mission field, you just want to... You want to sew into it? We're just giving you a little taste. I'm kidding. We would not do that. That's kind of cruel to sit inside. 
All right. So today we're going to talk about Joshua. Hey, you kids, do, do you guys know who Joshua is in the Bible? He's a man. The book of Joshua is right here in the Old Testament. So do you know who he is? No. <laughs> yes, your dad. He's not in the Bible. Who else? Did you want to say something? No. So Joshua is who we're going to talk about today. I'm talking to the kids, but it should be a story that you enjoy also because it, the Bible's just that way. No matter how much we read and study in this book, we can't conquer it. Just when we think we have it all figured out, the bottom falls out, and we have a whole new thing to learn about it. Isn't that great? You can't conquer God. You can't conquer the Bible. There's always more, always more. So in the book of Joshua, Joshua was the man who took over leading the Israelites after Moses. Do you know who Moses is? <laughs> All right, we're going to go back to the beginning with Abraham because we need to know where we came from to know where we're going, right? Yeah. Right? What? No, even, even earlier than Abraham Lincoln. Abraham is the father of our faith. God chose Abraham, and Abraham chose God. And God promised Abraham that he would give him nations, and he didn't even have a kid. Nation is a, a lot, a lot of people. He said he would give him lots of people, more than the sand, so many people, then they would be his family, and he didn't have any kids. So you got Abraham. His family became the nation of Israel, and the Israelites were the people of God. And the Israelites got enslaved to Egypt under Pharaoh. Do you know about that story? Pharaoh, Pharaoh? Yeah. You can sing it. I hear you. So the Israelites were enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt. And then God used Moses to set them free. You know about the Red Sea? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with the power of God through his stick. He parts the Red Sea and the Israelites walk through it. Or do they swim through it? They walk through on dry ground. That's a miracle, right? The water parted and they walked through. There's land underwater. A little science. God parts the sea. The Israelites walk through. The sea closes and they are free from being slaves in Israel pretty amazing so then you have the Israelites and they are following Moses and what are they doing they're wandering through the wilderness and God says I have a promised land for you but they just keep wandering and they wander and they wander until they get right outside the promised land and they live in tents and they stay outside the promised land and this is where Moses dies yes yes can you imagine being Moses? Like that journey of going through all of that with Pharaoh, parting the sea, walking through, having the promised land before you and not getting to go in. When I read that part, I'm just like, oh my gosh, how did Moses hold his heart towards God? Like that really happened. He did all that and he died. And well, I don't know. He just climbed a mountain and he died. It didn't say. It said his eyes were not weak and his body was not weak and he died. So I think it was just his time. So then Joshua gets to be the leader of the Israelites and he gets to take them into the promised land. 
talk about the, sowing into the next generation. Joshua walks up. He's like, thank you, Moses, for all of that. I'll just take all that and walk right into the promised land. Do you get that? That's pretty amazing inheritance, right? Moses sowed a whole lot that Joshua got to reap. So Joshua gets to walk into the promised land. And that's where I'm going to read. I'm going to read from Joshua um, 1 verse 6. This is really important because the whole book of Joshua, God is painting this message to his people. He is saying, Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Do you know the story about Jericho? Yeah. What did they do? What did the Israelites do at Jericho? Jericho was this city with this massive wall. They could not penetrate the wall. That means they couldn't get through it. And what did they do? They marched around. If you were an army ready for battle and God told you to march around and sing, what would that do to your mind? Joshua was a man of war, and God's telling him, okay, I'm going to need you to walk around this wall. Walk around this wall and worship. Not 17 times. So God's message to the Israelites in Joshua is this theme of, I need you to lay down your understanding and your talents, and I need you to trust and obey. Trust and obey. It's the message through the whole book. Do it my way, trust and obey. Do it my way, trust and obey. And it wasn't that God was a mean God. He's not like the principal that you're scared of at school. If you're scared of your principal, I don't know. But I was scared of my principal for no reason. She was really nice. But anyways, God's not like that. He's not a dictator in the sky. He's not giving us these rules to lord over us just because he's mean. He's like, here's the life I have for you. Here's the desires of your heart. And he gives us this roadmap, and it's called obedience. And when we walk this map out, we actually get the life that we long for. So God has rules for us, not against us. Can you say that? God has rules for me. Rules are for me. Did you know your parents give you rules for you? Not to hold you down or punish you, but they give you rules to make you be the person you want to be. Did you know that? Well, you'll learn. Obey your parents. Okay, so God's message to the Israelites, trust and obey. And this is what God opens up with when he talks to Joshua about taking over from Moses. We're going to read this together. Be strong and courageous. I don't hear everybody. We're all going to read this together. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Okay, you can stop there. I'm not going to be able to keep up with all of you. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. See, I want you to notice he says, be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That sounds like a really good promise and a really good instruction for life, doesn't it? Be strong and courageous. What do you want to say, Gabrielle? Um, 
You want to stand up? Yeah. I can stand up. I can trust God's word no matter how I feel. Can you say it again? Yeah. I can trust God's word no matter how I feel. That's good. I can trust God's word no matter how I feel. What do you want to say? You got to say it to me. I can trust I can trust God's word, um, something, something. No matter how I feel. No matter how I feel. A microphone, it's a hot item. We have a microphone at our house. We unplug it from the wall and we hide the cord because there's only so much microphone time you can have in a house. That's right. No matter how we feel, we need to trust God. No matter how we feel, this book trumps our feelings. We can always obey God. And the more we obey God, the more we will feel trust for God. Did you know it works like that? The more we choose to obey God, the more we will feel like we trust God. And God gives Joshua this, this word, be strong and courageous. How do you think he's going to be strong and courageous? Do you just wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong. You believe in God? What do you do when you believe in God? You, you spend time with him. When you spend time with God, when you're in God's presence, that's where you get strength. That's where you get courage. It's not that you get to be courageous when everything looks doable or when you feel really confident. Courage is actually a choice that you make because you're a courageous person. You're a person of God, so you have the Holy Spirit. You have all the things you need. So when you don't feel confident, when you feel scared, when you feel like walking around your enemy and singing instead of using your sword, doesn't sound like a good idea. You get to choose to obey. Is that right? Yeah? You like that? So be strong and courageous. Can you say that with me, kids? Be strong and courageous. Say it again. You can all say it on the microphone. Ready? I'll hold it. Be, Be strong and courageous. And trust and obey God no matter how you feel. And trust and obey God no matter how you feel. <laughs> Who likes having the kids in here? It's fun. Sometimes we need to just shake off our seriousness a little bit, right? Sometimes we take on this adulthood and we get a little too serious. And we need to remember how light and fun God can be and how joyful these stories can be and how interactive they can be and how simple the truths of God can, can be and can impact our lives. So I'm going to pray. You guys want to go sit back in your seats with your parents? No. You want to stay right there? Yeah. You can, but you just can't get on the stage when Miss Becca's up here. No talking on the microphone when Miss Becca's up here, okay? Everybody say yes, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. All right. I'll hold them back for you, Becca. All right, I'm going to pray. Everybody close your eyes. You can put your hand on the person next to you. We're going to pray. God, we thank you that you have everything we need. We thank you that you gave us Holy Spirit. We ask that you would give us strength and courage, strength and courage so that we can trust and obey you. Yeah, Holy Spirit, come and empower us so we could take that first step of obedience wherever it is in our lives. We just lay down the distractions and the things worrying for our attention. We lay those things down and we just say, I will obey 
No matter what I feel, I will obey. I believe your word and I will not water it down. We thank you, God, for your holiness. And we thank you that you have great life for us. We trust that you give us laws and rules and commands and you speak to us for us. You're setting us up for success in the greatest ways. Amen. I'm going to have you clap as my friend Becca comes up. Becca's in charge of missions here at Cedar House, and I'm really proud that she's my friend because she does amazing things around the world. People that I might never be in touch with, I get to touch through her. And that's the beautiful thing about missions, but she's going to share that. Thanks, Stacey. Awesome. Um, well, first I just want to share that we at Cedar House, we give to a lot of different ministries locally and globally. And so one of the points of doing these Sundays is so you as a church body can feel connected to those different ministries that we're giving to so you can know what you're sowing into and so you can decide if you want to get involved in more ways whether volunteering or giving or whatever it is um, we want you to feel like you're really a part of these ministries that we're giving to um, and so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to watch a video update from connor who uh, Connor Chapin, who has been in Kenya and Tanzania for the past four weeks, and today him and his team arrived in South Sudan. Um, and so he has two more weeks there, and so we're going to play a video now, um, and then we're going to pray over him. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit cedarhousechurch.com.